So now let's talk about one of your projects that I'm totally blown away by. Because you guys don't just design sound for public spaces and brands. You also work with your own uh, innovational projects. And Impossible Run is one of them, where you experiment provided the accuracy of hyperdirectional sound technology. Mm -hmm. Walk us through this experiment, especially where did you come up with such a brilliant and life-changing idea using sound? It is a very long story. I'm going to try to keep it shorter. (laughs) Um, But the thing is that we had a phone call from um, an organization that is working with people that can't see at all or just can see very, very little. Uh, It's called Synskadades Riksförbund. But we had a phone call from a guy and he, they're going to have like a big, big event where they're inviting people from the whole well the whole country in Sweden uh, and they are most of them don't have they're totally blind most of them and he was curious if there was possible to guide people with sound so if we can have like a unique sound telling telling this target group that if you follow this sound, it would take you to the restaurant. If you're following this sound, it would take you to the uh, to the conference. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, we said, like, well, yeah, we we let's give it a try because we do have the technology. Uh, so, uh, but we said, like, let's let's have a meeting. And when he called me and I spoke with this man, his name is Leif. Uh, he his conversation was like he was totally seeing because he said like like my wife that can't see at all and then I thought that okay his wife cannot see at all but obviously he can so we invited this group uh, to our office and we prepared like normal you know we had like cases on the screen we prepared the showroom we had like coffee and fruit and cake and blah 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 and then we saw the taxi coming and out of the taxi, there is four people coming with, with blind stickers. Mm. So we realized we are now having four, we're gonna have a customer meeting with four people that can't, can't see at all. So put the screens down, you know what I mean? Like how are we gonna handle this meeting? So they enter, they enter our office and we, we, felt, we, we really felt stupid because we didn't really know how to handle the situation. So I said to this slave, like, this is the first time we have a meeting with, with, uh, with blind guests. So you need to help us so uh, you will have whatever you need from this meeting. So we had a, like a brilliant meeting. We had so much fun. But that meeting gave us an understanding of like, if you, if you can see and you put the blindfolder on, uh, it's not the same thing at all because I know what the room looks like. A person who can't see at all doesn't have a clue how big mm-hmm. is the room, what, where is the furniture. They they have the uh, they can with because they're sensitive. They might feel how many people that are in the room, <laughs> but they don't know if there's like another door. Is there windows? What what is you know? So we start to realize like we have knowledge. We have stuff that other people could use and it would make a big difference from, f- for them. So we made this event and we managed to do uh, the sounds 
for, with directional speakers for people to navigate. And that gave us like, what else can we do with this? So we started to talk with some other people and um, uh, then we had an opportunity to speak with a bureau called Macan. And uh, so we started to do a casting. We spoke with these people on Synskada Sixerbund. Uh, if if we can do some sort of uh, if they if they had people that want to be involved in a project, uh, we didn't first of all realize what what kind of project should we do. So we start to to read more and more and more about what is it if you can't see at all. Uh, how do you how do you become like an Olympic athlete if you can't see? How is mm. that even possible? So. Um, then we, we found out that if you are running, you're always running with someone, you know, you, you, you combine to someone else Absolutely. that can see. And uh, if that person, if, if you're better than that person, you're not going to be as good as your potential. Yeah. Uh, and if that person is going to snubble or something uh, and fall, then you're not going to be, you, you, you're not going to enter the race. So there's and, and if that person is going to show not going to show up for your training, so there's like we go like this is crazy, this is insane, this is like old fashioned. Why is this? And then we start to look like on, on other sports where uh, a person can see is screaming to the, the the blind person, hundred meters, seventy five, fifty, twenty five, jump. You go like, <laughs> is this how it's you know it's insane. What if that person is like just looking a little bit like this half a second? So then we figure out it's a lot of blind people get a lot of injury. They, they can't train with full potential. So we, we, that was like gave us just something like, can we do something? Because you can navigate with sound. Can, can this group do this? So that's how it started. It was something that was boiling in, in me and, and a couple of my colleagues had. And then we spoke with, then we start to do bits and pieces in the office where we were walking around with blindfolded. <laughs> and then we start to realize like, we need to have a blind person involved. So we went out on Facebook and we found Oscar. And then we had Macan that was like helping us to communicate about this because we wanted to do something that we would not uh, earn money on that we can give away to someone that could actually take it and do something good with it. So uh, the impossible run took us two years behind the scenes to do with, with uh, different technology, with training with Oscar, uh, finding locations where we can build up the technology and, uh, and the rest is history. So when we realize it is working because it was really it was really exciting to see like every time we we're going to do the experiment with Oscar, he was combined to the person he was training with, uh, you know, to warm up. And then that person put him, you know, with where the speakers are. And then he was by himself and he was running 60 meters straight on with the wow. help of the sound. Mm. So uh, we wanted, you know, to find someone that could actually take this project to fly. And uh, we had the opportunity to be in channel four in the morning. And um, the only thing that we said, like we have to 
we have to say that we want to get in contact with Parasport, with mm. the organization Parasport. And, um, uh, and we did, we managed to get it out and they called us and they knew about the project. So uh, now we are working, continue working with the project together with Parasport and uh, also we got foundation or not we, Parasport got foundation from uh, Vinova. Uh, so now we, we are training with uh, uh, the real elites of uh, blind athletes. So it's fantastic. Wow, I'm getting goosebumps because I'm feeling like this, you know, sound has such a magical yeah. uh, power of, of doing yeah. good. And, yeah. and, and that and is really the power of sound. Helpful. Yeah. And, yeah. and it is so inspiring. Uh, well done on that. Yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> Vibrations that travel through the air, invisible and incredibly powerful. My name is Margareta, and I've always been fascinated by sound. Hearing has always been classed as a secondary sense to sight. We have learned to rely on light to make our way through the world simply because sound is harder to control until now. My name is Oscar, and I'm 17 years old, and I am an athlete. Sports give me a situation where I'm comfortable because I'm comfortable to use my body. I have never heard that someone can run only guided by sound. I thought that was impossible. In this project, we are assisting a blind man to run in a straight line uh, with the help of sound. Lexter has been using these speakers uh, since the beginning. Uh, to create directional sound experiences. Directional speakers emit sound in a narrow beam. Anywhere where you want to have complete control over the sound. You want sound here, but not there. So to help Oscar navigate, we have set up two walls of sound. The left wall and the right wall. A beeping tone in one speaker and a sound effect in the right speaker that sounds like zip, and they're jumping between each other all the time, so you have like beep, whip, beep, whip. So um, Oscar always knows where the left wall is and the right wall is by listening to these sounds. This is the big day. If we will succeed tonight, we will also leave something behind. This is something that we've been planning for two years. I feel emotional, I feel happy. Also, I'm very proud of Oscar. I think he's doing an amazing job. I think that he's always had a passion for sports, um, but he was three, I think, when he still could see a little bit. He looked at TV and saw them playing ping pong, and he said, that's what I want to do when I'm older. If Oscar has taught me anything, he has taught me lots. One thing is that disability is not the disabled people, it's us who puts limits on him. That doesn't really exist. I, I think he's going to make it. I think that this is going to work.
Oscar made it, we made it. It was a brilliant evening. Uh, it was really wonderful to see Oscar for his first time run without anyone helping him. He was running on a straight line uh, and the sun was helping him. Oscar himself said to me that it was connected with freedom for him. He felt absolutely free when he was running by himself.